Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, if you're just joining us, and I know many in Providence are, welcome Providence, the Ken and Curtis Show, as well as Greater Boston and many of our fine New England affiliates. Uh, Curtis is off Mac Island. He left after last week's performance. Not, was a not a good one, I, w- I would admit. Not a good one from Mac. Not his fault, though. You've admitted that throughout the show. Right. You're just irrationally left the island. You're blaming Mac for... You, don't even, you, don't, you really don't even believe that you should be. You just want him to be something that he is not sooner than he possibly could. No human in history could survive what he's been put through. Okay. I mean, there's a war going on right now. I mean, let's... Trying to be a little dramatic. Push comes to shove. If this thing goes south, which it's going south, uh, I would choose Mac over Bill. I I would bring in the new coach, start the full rebuild, and give Mac a shot with a new coach and a new adjustment. As McCordy and others have suggested, Bill needs to adjust his philosophy. Then do that. With the new, because Bill's not going to change. You'd have to bring in a new guy to do that, right? And it is. I guess my question though would be, whoever the next guy is, whether it's Jim Harbaugh, Gerard Mayo, or yeah, Mayo. you know, I mean, I think Urban Meyer deserves another shot, but, um, <laughs> but I, I they they should have the free reign to pick their quarterback. I mean, and here's the deal with Mac Mac Jones. You can be right about a million things, and there's been a lot of guys that have been drafted by the wrong team. If they were elsewhere, maybe they have a better NFL career than they did. He's just star-crossed. It just was the the wrong series of events. He, Mac Jones, thought he was doing something to benefit him, which would benefit the organization, but Bill Belichick was outraged that Mac went outside the facility to seek help and that was the Mason Dixon line of their relationship. It it just it was never going to be the same. Bill has got this militant view of you know it's my way or the highway. If you go outside the family, you're dead to me, and and that's where we are. So and his own line stinks, and he's throwing and, off the back foot, and chucking the, and ducking. And the second that you believe someone to be doing things intentionally to hurt you, it's almost impossible to get back to neutral. And whether or not Mac is correct. If you're him this week, just this week, and you see the glaring need on your offense, the glaring need on defense, and you see that once again the head coach, GM, brought in the cornerback, 
while the wide receiver joined your college roommate in Miami, you're sitting there like, what the hell? Right? Tomorrow is actually captivating. Okay. Sneaky but, but captivating. aren't you saying what the hell if you're, if you're Mac Jones? Yes, yes. But that's what I mean. All these things. I think the game is going to be less than captivating. I think it is. It's, it's, it's finally a team on your level. You'll admit they've played three pretty good teams they lost to. This is a team you can beat as the, as the odds show. So they have as many problems as you do. They've got Derek Carr. You've got Mac. Right. Do you think the Patriots are 35 points worse than the, the Cowboys? Yeah, that got away from them. Oh. That happens in the NFL. Right. Once, in the, once, every, okay. once every 20 years. I don't think Bill's them. ever had a loss that bad, but it doesn't happen. <laughs> Let's Definitely. go to Angry Principal Dave for some commentary. Hello, Dave. Good morning. Hey, good, mo- <clears throat> good morning, guys. Two quick points. The first one is on this current season. I- I've said this, and I'm going to stick by it. We, we won't know that what they are until after game six. So t- tomorrow's the must win. I think if they're at three and three, then you can see where the season's going to go from there. Dave, and if they're I, three I, and the three and they've only beat, Dave, you can carry on. If they're three and three and once again they're only beating bad teams, then they're nothing different than what we thought they were. Well, yeah, that's a fair point, but I think also we have to let the season evolve, too. I mean, he is, he so is under a new right um, offense. Well, no, I'm just making that point. But the other thing that we haven't – I said we need to let it evolve. The other right. thing that we haven't talked about is that first drive against Dallas, they marched right down the field. And I think that that, that was an awful call by him to kick the field goal. They should have gone for it and yep. blah, blah, blah. I but, agree. But anyways, my big point – yeah. My big point – because it was a momentum thing. My big point is the argument – I don't think – and I've said this before on the show. I don't think the debate is between Mac or Bill, who do we stick with. For me, the debate is Jonathan or Robert. Robert needs to go. He needs to step away. He needs to turn over the keys to Jonathan and let Jonathan run this this operation. Yeah, I but, can guarantee if Jonathan Kraft was in there, it would be a different story. You know, we rip, we rip, or you rip, Curtis, the uh, pay, uh, the Boston owner, uh, the Red Sox ownership for being so non-existent. All Kraft wants to do is have these photo ops with all these celebs. Well, at least he's he was there. Go. He called he's for a win. Go. He was on the field with the players. You said it yourself, Curtis. Time for a win. I love it. I mean, that may be true, and thanks, Dave. But I we want John Henry in the clubhouse next year. But here's dapping people up. What are fans supposed to do when it comes to the ownership? I mean, it's yeah. not like the fans can dictate what Robert or Jonathan do with the organization. Well, they could not buy tickets, I guess, but they're mostly sold. So, but right, but I'm just saying that you know the the Patriots would be totally in line with what they've been if they get to three and three and they beat two bad teams. Yep. Like that, that wouldn't shift anything. That's what they've been the last three years. Only because Bill has a track record of putting it together and rattling off some mid-season. His team's getting better over time. Uh, but the team has gotten worse in November, December the last several years. That's true, too. Alan Everett, who makes a great sandwich. Hello, Al. Good morning, guys. Good morning. So for all the younger guys out there, all the younger Patriots fans that don't know, Bill Belichick was run out of town on a rail in Cleveland years ago. All these things he's done without Brady has been a miserable failure, his career without Brady. And now you got – and the best thing is, Ken, you're, you're, I love Ken. And all my friends like you, Ken, that were on the, on the side of Bill and, and good riddance to Brady, well, guess what? Now they're saying what you're saying. I'll keep Mac over Bill. How, how things have changed, huh, Chris? Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, the fact that well, he's botched it a few times. Al, Al, we got to a second. The fact that Ken Laird today on uh, what is today, October seventh, twenty twenty three, said he would take Mac Jones after Bill Belichick 
two and a half years after taking Bill <laughs> over Brady is one of the all-time separate events. Al, one of the all-time It doesn't mean they made the wrong choice with Brady. It of just course means, it does. It just means Bill didn't oh deliver. Oh my God! Ken, come on. Oh, oh, they're separate things. I, I, I don't know who's more I, I, stubborn, Ken or Bill. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, forget all that. Don't we need to know how about let's go back. Let's show these guys. Why was he so eager? Why has it been whitewashed? Ten years ago, ten years ago, he asked Dr. Tom House, look it up. Rich Eisen's interview, Chris, you can find it. Rich Eisen's interviews with, interview with Dr. Tom House, he asked him, tell me why I shouldn't get rid of a 36-year-old quarterback. This is a, a quote. From Dr. Tom, why was he dying to get rid of him? Because of his big ego and his insecurities. And that kid should have been left here. Brady was unceremoniously left to put his tail between his legs and go down to, and down to Florida. It was a disgrace. He should have been fired on the spot. Any other coach would have been. And this guy's got something coming to him. And not enough bad things can happen to him. And, and you watch how they all pile on. All right, Al. I mean, that whole thing happened, but then Bill just didn't have to hire Patricia. He could have signed elite free agents. He could have traded for a receiver. There are other things that right. you could point to but, as the reason to fix. Uh, but why they're didn't in the, he? He's a little stubborn. A little, okay. And that's why I'm going. I'm going to Matt Kyle. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm going to Matt this Kyle. is one of the great mornings of my life. If he doesn't pull it together, I'm giving him a couple okay. more games. Well, don't go too crazy. Let's go to Mike and Frammy in. Hello, Mike. How you doing? Um, two <laughs> plays that drove me crazy in that game. Devontae Parker was running a drag, and Dallas almost broke on and picked it. Devontae Parker was jogging on a drag. You're supposed yeah. to fly. Yep. There's no way guys should be able to come from behind. But that ball was late, too. On, on a drag. That, that pass was pretty well, late. Yeah, it was, Top 10 yeah but, he, but he was jogging, though. He was jogging. And then the other play on the fourth and two, when they had the trips on the one side, the end ran a hitch. You're on fourth and two, you're in man. Why would you sit? And you, and you might have a choice route. If it's zone, you sit. If it's man, you run across. You know it's man. Why would you have a guy sit in zone? And then if he's going to do that, at least try to pick the guy who ran you know, to, the, to get the first down. Get in the way. I think this is something that get high school kids learn. Well, the offense is a mess. We can agree on that. Uh, and one thing that I think I saw in Mike Reese's, he does a great job in the middle of the week. He sort of empties the notebook from the game. That there was a play where Devontae Parker and I think uh, Gusecki, or there was a, a collision again that mm. last year was the biggest story in the world because of Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry colliding because of the boob that was running the offense. But Cowboys had it on their opening series. Their guys ran into each other. Well, it was Pollard and Dak. But you look at the <laughs> – it really is – unbelievable when you consider you said Devontae Parker top 10 receiver he's in the good. NFL they still have to use him and what what does he do well he's a great elite jump ball catcher got to give him some chances oh what has he done that <laughs> he's one, one year in Miami oh. let's go to Maine oh, I love Greg's it. home continent of Maine and Christian's up there hi Christian good morning guys how are you listen I really Saturday show I think you should uh like Curtis in the afternoon show, give him some own time. But I think the Patriots could have used Claypool. Like, why did they not go get Claypool for a seventh rounder? Like, that could have absolutely helped the Patriots right there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, a low cost, I guess. But great points. That, that's um, not, Chase Claypool is not going to turn it around. Chase Claypool might not turn it around, but it's more of the the thought process behind the it, lack of a instead pursuit. Instead of J.C. Jackson. Right. 
go for Claypool. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And honestly, and I, I didn't think the JC, I, on its own, the JC Jackson move is perfect. It's exactly what you should do. You right. have a guy right. that went down, a guy that knows the defensive system, a guy that's been successful here that you get basically for the league minimum and a sixth round pick in two years. Who cares? Great move. Love it. If, if you don't like that, I don't know what's wrong with you. I mean, it's what the hell would you rather him do? Right. But you can address more than just that. But do you think he'll see the field with Miami? Uh, JC Jackson. This weekend? No, just period. This year. Yes, so, absolutely. You do? Why not? He's got some good talent ahead of him. Well, but the, the one of the receivers just went down. That's why they got him. Okay. I I believe when I see it. I That's here, neither here nor there. Right. But back to the elite receiver, the A.J. Brown, the Steph Diggs, yes. That is something they got to do. You would take Devontae at. Parker over A.J. Brown, Ken, I bet. That's enough of you, Joe. <laughs> Let's go to Dave in the car. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey. Uh, Curtis, tough, tough night for our boy Wiggy. That was a little surprising. <laughs> oh, my night, God. I have to say, though, the only upside, Dave, is I found the Brockton play-by-play of it, and it is gold. <laughs> so we'll have that on Monday morning. <laughs> I think it's, it's absolutely crazy to sit back and watch the stubbornness of Bill Belichick not want to evolve with the rest of the league. If you look at the top offenses, they have – a franchise tackle. They have a number one receiver. They have a, a lot of speed on the offense. You know, even even draft picks like Wynn and Strange don't fit what they – if he wants to have a power run game, those are smaller guys. Even in the draft with Wynn, they announced him as a tackle when he played guard in college. It's just mistake after mistake after mistake. And, Ken, I love you, buddy, but Devontae Parker, jump ball guy, <laughs> in the Miami game late in the fourth quarter, down the right side or the sideline going in the end zone, he gave absolutely zero effort. He got blocked out of bounds, and the ball got picked off. None of these receivers create any separation, and the fact is they're, they're bigger, more lethargic. The, the offense is not as creative as it should be. So if there's no change in the roster development, no change in the way they draft, and no change in the way – in which Bill coaches, we're just treading water. They're not even a middle-of-the-pack offense right now. Look at Chicago. Everybody's been all over them. They lost 14 games in a row. The Pats have scored 53 points all season. The Bears scored 40 on Thursday night. Yeah. It's crazy. Against, against Washington. And just so, looking at that Isaiah Wynn draft, I mean, a guy like Orlando Brown Jr. was taken in the third round. You go up to the pick after Isaiah Wynn was the receiver that was – Phenomenal the other night, DJ Moore. Super Bowl champion, Isaiah Wynn. You have, uh, I mean, it's just unbelievable the amount of receiver talent. Calvin Ridley went 26th. I mean, it's... What is up with Ramondre Stevenson, though? Is the, is it just the line? Is How can you be? How can their run game with him be that bad? I wonder if the buy-in isn't there because of what they gave Zeke Elliott after Ramondre Stevenson was the bellwether last year. I mean, I, that everything's on the table now. You, you don't know what it is because Ramondre was Bill's whoopee. Right. I mean, he went out of his way last year to praise him up and down. And now it's, you know, and even when you watch Pop Douglas, doesn't it infuriate you when you see him electric in the open field and you think back to the games that they haven't used him? Right. What are you doing? Right. It, it, it shows you that is all the evidence you need that Bills engage in solely proving points. <laughs> all right. Here are a couple points from Braverman. Our final segment next as we uh, get you ready for Saints and Patriots. And they really could be 3-3 three and three again. You'd give that a puncher's chance, right? right but what Going is, what, into Miami-Buffalo, but fine. So they're 3-5. and five. Yeah, you could steal one of those games. Two of those get concussed. Okay. Okay. Here's Braverman and what's trending. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Patriots had their asses handed to them is what happened. And quite frankly, Max should have been benched. And he knows that he should have been benched because he was playing terrible. And anytime you give up, 21 points on three turnovers, you know, you don't really have a chance to win, especially when you're playing a team as good as the Dallas Cowboys, especially with the Cowboys coming off of the debacle last week at the hands of the Arizona Cardinals. So you knew you're walking into a hornet's nest. And, you know, I normally can tell whether or not Bill Belichick is uh, frustrated and angry. I don't know. I think everybody else in New England can, too. I don't necessarily know that in the 21 or 22 years that I've been doing this segment, in regards to the Patriots, have I ever seen him so frustrated in the game and so disappointed in the game? And you could just see it in his face. But tonight, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Boomer, on the Greg Hill Show. If you miss any part of that interview or all our fine football interviews during the week, go back and listen to the podcast. Subscribe to our shows on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcasts. But Boomer thought it was right to bench Mac. I did too at the time, but I can't help wondering if there is some Bill Mac drama resurfacing now some sabotage beginning and lombardi's gonna start squawking about how bad mac is if he hasn't already you see patricia i mean uh the lombardi stuff ripping patricia i mean ripping o'brien saying they miss patricia yeah Mm. the bill the bill bobos could be a little bit less uh overt in there that's what i mean this could get more interesting in that way bill could start getting his bobos even more active Ripping the quarterback, ripping the owner, ripping Bill O'Brien, which he's already done, I guess. You know what? I, I will say this. I don't know if you can uh, – was it Principal Dave that was talking about Jonathan over Robert? Yeah. I don't know how that, that is enacted or how a fan base can you know create the urgency for that, but I just don't picture Jonathan walking around skipping a happy tune saying, I'd like to get a win this week. Like I could see him livid over this because – well, maybe it's Dave's point. Three straight years, you're one and three, mm-hmm. which is requiring a you know a next level second half or three final three quarters of the season where you're just always. It's the way they've played these games for. I, I know it'll never happen again, but for almost two to three years, they scored first. There was this crazy stat in the late twenty, you know, the twenty teens, where they won. They they would score first in every game, literally every game. And now, without fail, the defense allows points. The offense is able to go down the field with their first possession because mm-hmm. it's scripted. Yeah. The second there's any sort of a, a wrench thrown in or there's some sort of a, a, a change in the way the game is operated, O'Brien and Mack are unable to thrive. Still a bun in the oven, Curtis. Got to wait for that thing to come to full full blast, full fruition. What do you, what do you see coming? Bill O'Brien and Mack. Devontae Parker streaming down the field, first play of the game but tomorrow. Ken, like Not streaming, jogging down the field. Ken, but seventy yard. You're going to take this from TD. From he is getting insubordinate. Very, no doubt about it. Yeah, very aggressive. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I, I always give you the utmost respect. And <laughs> the, um, but you don't even believe that, Ken. You don't believe that Devontae Parker is going to. I think tomorrow is going to be a struggle, but they have to throw. You but I'm asking, with that. but how do they do it? I mean, how do they improve? They're not adding anybody. I mean, you win isn't that amazing? You enter practice, a game play against like you the, practice. You go into the game against the Cowboys where you're way overmatched on offense, and you get sweatshirts that say it's just us. Boom, 
Christian Gonzalez goes down. Bill gets his guy in. No longer it's just us. It's J.C. Jackson. It's and I don't know. I I I, I even even in my darkest Brady defending days, did I never envisioned it ending like this? Just well, with a whimper. Well, it's only four games. You but you. Th- uh, what's your prediction now? You think they'll win like two? What? You no, think I gonna think they're going to be three and three. Oh, you do. And they'll be three and five. All right. Well, that's not that's not that drastic. Three and three. They're back in it. I'll be I'll be here in two weeks talking about the path. Ken, you don't a believe path what, is present. But you need to believe what you say. You don't believe what you're saying. Well, you say it's going to be three and three. I think there's a chance at that. I don't feel right, great but about you, tomorrow. But a path to what? A playoff. Uh, that's what's all we wanted in the beginning. Progress. It's Mac not, and Bill getting better. Finding if, cohesion. Finding if, chemistry. If you don't beat good teams, it's not progress. Well, you got to start with the teams you should beat. So you think they'll beat the Bills and the Dolphins? I think they'll go three and three in the division. That was my preseason prediction, and I think that's still. Connected. And you had them at eleven wins. I did. I'm and down to 10. Gusecki I had him at 10 wins. Gusecki is the offseason Super- acquisition of the year. <laughs> a superstar. That could still happen tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your weekend, Kenny. But you're, you say win. Patriots find a way. Ugly, ugly, a, a gadget go. player. There we go. Too. Still a fan. You were there in 86 at Schaefer Stadium. I was. I was two years old walking around yeah. selling beer. And BC wins today at Army. I, I, it's not every day that I root against our armed forces, but today, go Eagles. Eagles next here on WEI. See you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.